This is episode 258 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today we talk about the emotion of shame and most particularly body shame. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method. And after a 25 year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and hell yes to living my life to the fullest in my now body. And I made it my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently, unconditionally right now. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hey, if you're new to the Going Beyond the Food Show, our podcast roadmap has been designed with you in mind. With over 250 episodes available to listen, it can feel overwhelming to know which episode to prioritize for you. The podcast guide answers the top five questions women have when they enter our world of going beyond the food to unlearn diet culture. To get your free copy of our podcast roadmap guide, head over to stephaniedozier.com forward slash roadmap or use the hyperlink in the show notes. I'll see you on the other side. Hello, sisters. Stephanie Dozier here, your host. And I'm going to begin this show with a story. When I began the second phase of my life over the last 10 years, one of the first books I read was The Gift of Imperfection by Brene Brown. I was stunned by what she was writing. It explained literally everything that had caused me pain up to then. Primarily the fear of vulnerability, the fear of being seen as unperfect by the world. I remember vividly thinking, why has no one told me this before? I'm 39 years old and I'm just learning about this. That book with others sparked my mission beyond the food. I have a pile of journal in the corner of my bedroom and I'm going to post a picture of that on social media when this podcast episode comes out. And one of the journal that I wrote about the same time I was reading the book from Brene Brown, I recently opened and I was uh, reading an entry from 2011. And that's actually how this podcast episode came to life. Here's what I wrote. Just watch Brene Brown TEDx talk and all of my life struggles make now so much sense. To please everyone around me, I did everything perfectly or at least tried really, really, really hard to do so. I've molded my entire life to meet other people's expectation of myself. I now know that I need to feel and release the shame that I have for myself. So what am I ashamed of? End of quote. And then I went on to list all the things that I was ashamed of. What do you think I listed first on that list? What is the first thing at that time that you think I felt the most shame for? If you guess my body, yep. That's right. The big bolded list started with my body, my weight, my thighs. Yet at that point in my life, 
I was at the smaller adult weight I had been my entire life. Just like you, or many of you, body shame is what kickstarted my descent into perfectionism. No matter what I did, I couldn't rid myself of the shame I felt for my body. Like millions of women, I mustered up a plan to offset my inability to get, quote, a proper body by being perfect everywhere else. Is that familiar to you? So let's deep dive into this. Why is body shame so powerful? Now, to answer this question, we must first take a step back. That's what I do on most of the show and understand shame for itself before we associate it with our body shame. So what is shame? Shame is an emotion. Shame is a self-conscious emotion. And just like any other emotion, we feel shame in our body. It's a bunch of sensation. Shame is often felt as heat in our upper body. We feel shame when we violate the social norm we believe in. That's going to be really important later on into this podcast. Let me repeat that. We feel shame when we violate the social norm, norms we believe in. Shame informs us of an internal state of inadequacy, unworthiness, dishonor, regret, disconnection. Shame informs us that we are not in alignment with the tribe's beliefs or the norms or the behavioral pattern. Shame is freaking powerful. We feel humiliated when we feel shame. We feel exposed, seen. That's what I wrote in my journal, right? We feel small. We feel unable to look at anyone else straight in the eyes. We want to sink into the ground and just disappear. Shame is powerful because it must serve as a way to bring us back into the fold of the norm. It must push us to comply to the norm, to the right behavior, to the standard. Body shame is just one of the many expressions of shame. We feel shame for our body looks, for our appearance, for our size, for our weight, for our form, for our wrinkle, I mean, etc., 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 right? We each have a list of things we feel ashamed for. We feel shame for our body because we aren't aligned or we believe that we aren't aligned with the tribe's norm in regards to our look. Our body isn't respecting the norm, and it should. So we feel shame and take action to come back to compliance with the norm of the tribe. And just like my journal said, if we can't, we will do everything else to comply perfectly with the norm of the tribe. For women living in Western patriarchal society, like us here in North America, a most European country, or Australia, the norm for women's body is thinness and youth. The compliance mechanism is diet culture. The main lever of compliance is dieting and anti-aging. Here's a quick note that's going to make you laugh. I often refer in my program and with my client to the scale 
as the instrument of torture of thy culture. The scale is there in your house to ensure your compliancy to the norm or your attempt to comply. That's the only purpose of the freaking scale we own in our house. Back on track. Shame defers between men and women. Not in its process, because emotions are all the same, no matter men or women, but for women, the reason why we feel shame differ from men's. For women, it's about expectation of what we ought to be. Expectation about our body, motherhood, capacity to do it all, blah, 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 blah. For men, it's about the perception of being weak. According to research, women are quicker to feel shame, which can be explained when we understand how our patriarchal society's social constructs are built. Patriarchy uses shame against women more often and more broadly to keep women compliant with the norms. People identify as women must be kept quiet and subdued in a patriarchal society in order for the male to be in power. And shame is the most efficient way to move women in compliance with the patriarchal structure. Interesting that research has also shown that teenagers feel shame more intensely than adults, which is somewhat normal when we understand how emotional resilience is built with exposure. As a teenager, you have less experience with feeling shame. This explains why women are so easily indoctrinated into the patriarchal beauty standard like the thin ideal. And we start that in our teen years. This is why the, quote, good girl syndrome is so prevailing in adult women. I thought about the good girl syndrome in episode 250. So if you haven't listened yet, go and listen to 250. Shame is powerful because throughout our entire evolution as a species, it served as a survival mechanism. We needed to belong to the tribe for our survival, and being shunned by the tribe meant that. So humans respond to shame in such an intense manner, it completely bypasses our cognitive function and goes deeply and our nervous system, so you get to react right away and survive. Now, today, we no longer need to belong to the tribe to survive, but we are wired to react to shame in the exact same old way. Shame works as a way to keep you compliant as long as you remain unconscious. That's the key here. Are you unconsciously responding to shame or are you consciously aware of shame? Are we doomed to feel shame about our body as a woman unless we adhere to the thin ideal? That's a good question. My answer to this is hell no. And here's why. Certain condition must come together for someone to feel shame. First, the person must be aware of having transgressed the norm. Second, 
the person must also view the norm as desirable and binding because only then can the transgression makes one feel truly uncomfortable. Bingo. We must agree to the norm or the expectation, in our case for our body, to feel ashamed of our body. You can choose to disagree with the norm and believe in a new norm, and this will effectively stop the feeling of shame. Which, by the way, this applies to anything in your life, not just your body. So that's right. You can be fat and feel zero shame. How is this possible? Shame comes from your thoughts of unworthiness or your judgment about yourself because you believe that fat is bad. For someone that is fat like me and feels zero shame, because for me, fat means nothing about me. Therefore, I have zero judgment thought about my body being big. That is why research upon research show that variation in weight, quote unquote, weight loss in women does not trigger body satisfaction. Why? Because the belief system is still present. Now, this also means that other people don't have to say anything for us to feel shame. We only have to think that they do. And we create the emotion of shame for ourselves. Word or action don't have to express itself to feel shame. Only our thoughts. That's what we call internalized fat phobia. Shame is caused by our prediction of judgment from others, which is truly our own judgment of ourselves. Shame is caused by our own judgment, aka our own thought, not by our action or the actual size of our body. Now, I want to take a side here <laughs> note to say shame and guilt aren't the same. And I'm going to quote Bene Brown in that famous talk from that journal entry at the beginning of that podcast, because I went back and listened to it. And here's the difference between guilt and shame. Guilt is focused on the behavior. It's not about the person. Where shame is focused on the person. For example, shame will say, I'm bad for doing X. Guilt will say, I did something bad. Or in Bernie's Brown word, guilt is, I'm sorry I made a mistake. Shame is, I'm sorry I'm a mistake. Can you see the difference? Shame is much more powerful than guilt. Because guilt is about your action, where shame is about you, your worthiness as a person. Now, why does it matter for us to heal our relationship to our body to release shame? Shame will keep you repeating patterns. Shame will keep you doing the things you don't want to do. Shame will keep you in a space where you don't want to be in. Shame, in our case here with regards to body, will keep us in this dichotomy state of, I know that diet culture is bad for women, and on the other end, 
but I can't stop myself from eating my body. The reason why we are in those two states is because of shame. Shame is what keeps us so effectively stuck in diet culture. Shame is why diet culture is a $67 billion industry in the U.S. in 2017. Why does it matter? It matters because self-confidence and shame are related. Self-confidence is based in self-acceptance and shame doesn't grow in presence of acceptance. Shame will prevent you from being confident. You cannot feel shame for your body and be a confident person. You are your body. I am my body. I present myself into the world through my body. So if I feel ashamed for the vehicle in which I present myself into the world, it's impossible for me to be confident. This is why patriarchy has been so successful in oppressing women using their body. When women feel shame about their body, they automatically lack confidence and remain small. Sisters, listen to me. Patriarchy will only remain powerful if we as women continue to buy into the body and beauty standard that it proposed to us. The solution to stop feeling shame about our body is to dismantle our own belief system about what our body look like. And that's how we overcome body shame. So three step very quickly here. The first step to overcome body shame is to investigate our belief system about our body. What do we believe about what our body should look like, its size, its look, its weight, its appearance, etc., etc.? Ask yourself these two questions. What are the ways you are finding yourself unworthy? What ways are you judging your body? This is how you're going to find your belief system. Next, sit with that. And decide if those beliefs are serving you. Do you want to continue to believe these thoughts? You are empowered to believe in whatever you want. That's the power of feminism. Feminism has officially liberated us women from having to believe in patriarchy, in this case, beauty standard for women. You get to pick what you choose to believe into. And the last step to overcome body shame is to create a new belief system. You change the thoughts you think about your body. You will need to move from unconscious thinking from your old belief system to consciously, intentionally thinking new thoughts until they become automated. That's what we do in Conquer and Thrive. We take you through a step-by-step process to change your beliefs and create confidence. The first course you get when you join Conquer and Thrive is confident. (laughs) That's why I named it this way, right? Because I knew that was the ground level step for us to become intuitive eater, for us to become body neutral and live our full life. If we didn't dismantle our belief system, nothing else would work. Point to note here, shame grows in isolation and secrecy. We feel shame when we don't want to be seen. 
This is why we wear the quote black outfit. We want to disappear in the background to avoid feeling shame. If you don't know what the black outfit is, <laughs> you can go and listen to show 250. That's the title, Black Outfit. So what's on the other side of releasing shame? When we do the work of releasing shame by opting out of the old patriarchal belief system and we adopt our own unique belief system, we create self-worth. And self-worth is the opposite of body shame. Self-worth is this inherent sense of value as a person. That sense that you have the right to be here just as you are unconditionally to the size, the look, the weight, the appearance of your body. Self-worth is the opposite of body shame. And that's what happened when you release body shame. I'm going to leave you and close this episode with a self-coaching tip. Self-coaching is how we, it's a structure in which we help women rebuild their new belief system, right? The top three intentional thought my clients find the most effective in reversing body shame, right? And coaching themselves into self-worth are the following three. All humans are innately worthy. All humans are born worthy and worthiness is innate. A woman feeling worthy and confident is thy culture worst nightmare. On that, I will close this episode. I love you, sister, and I'll see you on the next show. Hey, you, if you enjoy listening to this show, you have to come and check Conquer and Try. It's my monthly coaching program that comes with expert courses that will show you exactly how to take this life-changing work and apply it into your own life. We teach you how to change your mindset, eat intuitively, and master body confidence. That you've decided to stop dieting today or years ago, Conquer and Thrive will help you take this knowledge deeper into real-life practices. It comes with access to me as your coach and my team of experts. Join us by simply going to www.stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join. I can't wait to meet you inside our Conquer and Thrive community. I'll see you on the other side.